You know what time it is. It's 9 to 5 with Gavin and Mike. In this episode, we'll be talking about how to hold someone accountable. But before we do that, drop the intro. Konnichiwa. My name is Gavin Masamiya. Nice to see ya. I'm a mindset coach based out of West LA. And I'm Mike Ahere. Yahime. I'm a transformation life coach from London. These recordings are short, sharp, sweet snippets of insight for anybody hustling a 9 to 5. That's right, you can tune into them on your way to work, on your lunch break, or on your way home after a long day's hustle. If you haven't watched our previous video about why accountability is important, just go ahead and watch that before watching this video. Because in this episode, Gavin and I are going to be Dem- well, we're not going to be demonstrating. We're going to be talking about how to hold someone accountable. Um, so, in effect, demonstrating what that would look like. And so, so Gavin, why don't I just kick off by asking you, what are some of the ways that you hold someone accountable? And because this is a deep dive, we're going to put 20 minutes on the clock starting from now. Yeah. Um, so how, how, I'm going, how I tend to hold uh, somebody accountable, um, specific, specifically clients, you know, is that sometimes during the session, often at the end, um, they are given game changers. You know, I call them, I don't call them assignments. They're game changers. You do, you do these different things. It'll actually change the game in your life, right? So how can we gamify life more? Accountability is a way to do that. So it's just like, all right, so what is it, what is it that, um, you know, I might have recommendations. Hey, uh, uh. I invite uh, this to be one of the game changers for the week. What do you think? Right. And then they could negotiate with me like, Oh, I'm not going to do that. But one of the rules is, but then they have to say what they're willing to do. Then I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. However, what I'm willing to do is this. And so, and I want, and the things should be clear, like whether they did it or not. So um, I'm going to be going to the gym three times this week. Okay. That's clear. You either went to the gym or you did it, you know, um, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to exercise this week. What does that mean? I, so you want it to be smart, right? You want it to be a specific thing. I'm going to exercise one time this week. And so that, so we want to make it really black and white, black or white. It's either, sure. it's very clear if you said it, you did it or not. And so right. I, I write that down. I write down what their goal is so that I know, so that if things switch around, it's like, hey, that's not actually what you had said. And then they can explain explain or something if anything kind of like came up right and so one is that it's once we want the the game changers to be clear black and white i write it down what their goals are what they set out to do right and then also it's reminding them of how these goals is related to their bigger picture goal for instance their there's their a 12-year goal right and so just reminding that there's a bigger picture here for doing the for cutting through the weeds, for going through the forest, you, you know the forest, right? right and so right. Th- those are three like big steps that, that I'll do it. And so that means the next time that we talk, after I get into our centering exercise together, I always start off with the centering exercise. Um, we go into just, all right, now, you know, uh, tell me about a win. Oh, so something just nice that happened. Because if they didn't feel, do the accountabilities at first or some of the things, they can actually start off with a win that doesn't even have to be related to it. And then after that, it, it goes in. Okay, so so for the sake of the powerful uh, accountability for your game changers, man, um, tell me about that. Like, how did that go? You know, uh, one went well. What went well? What were some of the challenges uh, that took place? 
And so we got to talk about it. This is, this is what I did. This is what I wasn't able to do. This is what I learned. Nice. Nice. That's interesting, man. Yeah. Um, and what about That's you? Interesting because, well, I, I just want to pick yeah, up on what you said. So, so because this is about how to hold someone accountable. So what you said there was when the person says, or when, in this case, your client says what they're going to do, you first of all get specific. So it's not just, I'm going to go to the gym. It's when are you going to go to the gym? What are you going to do at the gym? Right. You get specific, you get down to the nuances because someone could just turn up to the gym and just head back right back out. Right. So, so you get specific to make sure that they're going to be held to account to actually do something productive. And then you write it down. So it's written, it's concrete, it's crystallized. And then you relate it back to their big overarching goal. And then that's sort of the motivation as to why they're doing it. So, so that's one really good example of how to hold someone accountable. As for me, you know, my mind is a similar process. I think, I think having smart goals, right? If you don't know, if you don't know what a smart goal is, it's one which is specific, measurable, attainable, um, realistic and time bound. And so, and so making things tangible means that both you and the person you're holding to account is able to agree on the specifics around that goal. So what the goal is and when they're going to do it, for example, so that when you have the conversation later on down the line, you can be like, this is what you said you was going to do. This is how you said you was going to do it. This is by when you said you was going to do it. Did you do it? So, so that's one way that I, I definitely hold someone accountable. And actually, something I use with my clients and, 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 and friends as well is there are some online resources that, that you can find. One of them is stick.com. And we'll go and then we'll make an account and my client will enter the specifics of their goal and they will back that goal up with a financial stake. So they'll literally put their money where their mouth is, right? And so, so not only have they got me sort of holding into account, but they've also got this financial goal where if they don't do it, then they're going to forfeit some, some bit of money. And that money can either go to like an anti-charity, so a charity that you don't want to support, or to like a political party that you don't want to support, or it can go to, a, to another individual or a friend. And what's interesting about that is once you start talking about finances, you can really see how motivated someone is to do a particular goal, right? On split.com, it, it works in dollars. So if someone says, I'm going to do goal A, I'm going to go to the gym five times this week. And you say, okay, brilliant. And then you get down to the specifics. What does that look like? What are you going to do at the gym? How many reps are you going to do? And that's all understood. And then you say, okay, now how much money are you going to put down? And they say like $5 for the week. And then I can really question them and be like, how much money do you need to put down for you to make sure you definitely do this goal? Is five pounds going to be enough? And what you find is they'll, they'll find that threshold, right? For some people, it might be $20 that they cannot afford to lose $20. For other people, it might need to be $200, right? They, can, they cannot afford to lose that. I know with me sometimes, I'll pull it up to like $100 because I'm like, there is no way I'm going to be losing this $100, right? Mm -hmm. So that's something I do. And that's something I was doing like for, for, for a long time. And actually helped me to learn how to play the piano. When I was learning how to play the piano, I put my goals on that program on stick.com. And let me tell you what, that was one of the most productive periods of my life because there was no chance I was going to lose any amount of money to anybody. Mm. So, so that was really useful for me. So, 
So, so far we've heard being specific, writing goals down, referring it back to the overall arching goals, and the second approach, which is you know making it making it financial. Put your money where your mouth is. Very so, good. Yeah. Um, so you know what I what I heard that I was really powerful with one of my previous coaches. That was what we implemented. So you okay. know how stick.com works for everybody. Basically, that's also something that can be created inside of in coaching. I I call that a container inside of a, yeah. of a container between uh, two people in setting accountability. And what what my man Mike right here is, is really talking about. He's talking about imposed consequences. And when it comes to imposing consequences, right? Like you you're you're actually contriving it so that you can have skin in the game. And there's so much powerful when he was, when he's inquiring with his uh, clients or his prospects, you know, people that are holding, that he want, that are saying, oh, I want you to hold me accountable. He wants to make sure like, is, is $5 enough skin in the game for you? Is it enough to where it's just like, oh, it's going to be a little painful, right? Painful if you don't follow through because motivation has two forces, right? It's either the, the, the pain that you want to avoid or actually the pleasure that you want to experience by doing X, by fulfilling on X. So imposed consequences is a way of actually, uh, you wanna avoid the pain of having to give up something, AKA money for instance, right? And so that could be if there's an accountability between me and Mike, it's like, all right, Mike, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be having, uh, reaching out to 20 people and share my coaching and my services to them. And then the second one is I wanna be having five sales conversations by next week, right? And um, if I don't, fulfill on it i'm gonna pay you 75 bucks right okay that's exactly. what it is and we can work it through venmo about exactly that. exactly so that's what it looks like those those there's okay 20 where i share my coaching now he might you know give me clarity on it does that involve like is that over the phone right is that uh is that what if you just instagram message somebody and you say like i'm a mindset coach does that really count right so there's more places to really get more specific with it which is the power of what a coach does is they are trained and developed to asking questions to make sure that these goals are going to really be smart so that it's black and white. It's really clear if you, did you fulfill on it or if you didn't. Mm, totally. And that, that leads me into another way to, to hold someone accountable, which is to hire a coach, right? And, you know, one question that, that, that you might be having is, okay, well, if I can use a friend, why would I hire a coach? And something I'll say to that is sometimes we might work on, we, we might be working on a goal and, we're so afraid of sharing that goal because, you know, we don't want to be judged or we don't want someone to come and, you know, put the fire out uh, on our goals or be disheartened or be judged or be misunderstood, right? And the great thing with the coach, as Gavin said, they're trained and developed to, with certain skills, ethics and attitudes, is that a coach will hold a space which is non-judgmental. So that means that a client can come and talk freely about whatever their goal is, right? I remember when I hired uh, someone to help me out on a particular goal, I said I wanted to make a certain amount of money and they kind of like shirked and I was like, well, is that realistic? And that kind of made me question, you know, like, you know, should I be going after the goal? And what might have happened in that particular case is that person may have been projecting their insecurities about that certain amount of money onto me, which affected me in some way. But a coach who's trained, like Gavin and I, plug, We'll yeah. make sure. We'll make sure that. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we'll make sure that there's a space where you do not feel judged, and you're able to to express yourself wholeheartedly. And all the coach is going to do is really going to figure out a way with you and how you can make that goal actually come into fruition, right? Um, so if you believe you can do it, hey, let's find a way to make to get it done. Whereas speaking to a friend, you know, then you, you might run the risk of being judged. 
you might run the risk of being ridiculed, you might run the risk of being misunderstood, right? There's a parable that says, you know, don't give your pearls to pigs because the pigs might trample over the pearls and then come and, come and eat you, which just means that sharing things that you hold of value to other people who don't understand the value of those things. Yes, yes. And ridicule mm -hmm. those things and then come and then ridicule, ridicule you later. So what's the alternative? Well, you can keep it to yourself, but then you don't have that back and forth conversation right. where you're being challenged and your, your goals, are, your holes are being picked out of your, your, your plan for your benefit. So working with a coach, someone who's going to hold a space which is non-judgmental and encouraging and motivating is really, 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 really great, great way of being held accountable for some of those really big goals that you, you, you want to protect and you don't want to, to share with people who just won't understand. Very good point, man, because in, in that, you know, they have some schools of thought that's like, no, share it publicly to the whole world because for number one, it, it puts itself out there where now you're held to account by many people, some people which you don't know. And yeah. number two, like for the people that may not, may, may quote unquote, shoot down your dreams, it, you develop the skill of being more resilient, having what, right. what a lot of people in personal development call grit, right? Now, right. that school of thought is, is really cool. It's very like on one side of the spectrum and it's just one way, you know? J. Cole, great ass, great rapper, he said one song that like, you know, if, um, if somebody doesn't know your dreams, they can't shoot it down. Right. Right. So like, and I'm like, there's, 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 there's some, there's something to that as well, where I'm not here to encourage like all my clients, like share it to the world. Cause there are some people like based on like their kind of emotional muscle that they have, like that could really be disheartening and resilience is something that can build up in a micro way, you know? Mm -hmm. And so you, you, you kind of, every probably knows that there's certain people in their lives with his family members, they'll see you in a certain way. You know, right. friendships, they, they'll have certain types of perceptions about you based mm -hmm. on their experience of you in middle school, in high school, whenever those points of slimes was that you guys known each other for, where it could be hard to separate, like if you're up to a big game, yeah, for them mm -hmm. to really fathom that. And so their perceptions of you based on your his history could get in the way. Right. And that is the power and why I continue having coaches, even though I have dope ass people around me now that are more growth mindset, it's still a different container to have a coach who's not necessarily my friend in those situations. They're, they're there to, to, for, for me to thrive in my business and for me to thrive in my relationships, you know, and totally. what I'm saying I'm going to do. And it's, it's super, um, it's super powerful. Right. Totally. Um, totally. now, um, you know, for somebody that's just starting out, right? They're, they, maybe they don't have a lot of people around them where it's like, I don't think Johnny, my friend Johnny, or I don't think Mary, like, I guess don't think they would, they, they're what I'm looking for in an accountability, but I don't even know, like, uh, I, I, so I'm not sure where to start with accountability, but I know it's important and I want to, um, and I have X goal, this, and I want someone to hold me to account. Where do you, what, what would you say to little Johnny that wants, that wants this, but just, um, doesn't see anybody in his circle that really he thinks he he feels comfortable enough to share it with. Well, I mean, just just call up Gavin and Mike, man. I contact the. I'm in the I'm in the comment section. I'm in the uh, little blurb just below this video recording. Um, but no, seriously, I mean, um, if if someone wants to get something done and he wants some support doing it, but they don't feel that they have any friends or family in their circle that they can entrust, then I mean, getting a coach is a perfect alternative to that. It's, it's a perfect solution to that. 
um, especially if they want support working through it, right? Because I'll be honest, I'll be upfront, you know, there are some people who can get things done by themselves, but working with a coach will no doubt expedite the process and it'll make you go through that process a lot quicker than if you were to work through it by yourself. So if, if little Johnny wants support working on a particular goal and he wants to do it a lot quicker than he would if he was working by himself, but he's not quite comfortable sharing it with friends and family, then have a coach. It's, it's as simple as that, you know, uh, it's as simple as that, I would say. Um, but I've got, I've got another method of um, that, that someone can use to, to hold someone accountable or hold themselves accountable. And, but before I share that, I'm just curious to know if you've got, if you've got another one, we've got about five minutes left. Well, I know that they, they actually have some like coaching. Um, yeah, obviously you could reach out to us. Uh, coaching is, there's a lot of coaches out there. So like you can decide for yourself if you want to actually have somebody who has been trained and developed, you know, like some people have been certified. Some people go, went to certified from, uh, it's called ICF accredited, the International Coaching Federation, which has a certain amount of ethics and guidelines that these coaches that go to these uh, programs uh, follow, you know, and people don't even have to take. So you can kind of just see like, what is the backdrop of, of these coaches out there? They also have like, I think, um, uh, different, uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Accountability apps that are also out there. Habitica is is one of them that my a couple of my friends use, and you can tag friends on there, and they gamify habits, habit building, which is another one. Mobile apps. They also have yeah. other apps where you can actually hire a coach, and then all it is is texting coaching mm. back and forth, and that's a more affordable way. I think it's LifeCoach.co or something. You just write LifeCoach.co on Google, you'll find um, ones like that. So. Those are other modes in addition to, you know, just uh, hitting up Mike and Gavin. Yeah, those are great ones, actually. In fact, the Gamify one is a great way because, you, you know, you are, being held account you are being held accountable, right? If you don't do the goal you put into that particular app, you might lose the, you know, the credits you've built up over time or whatever. And, you know, yes. if, you, if you value the game you experience and you've built up your character and you've built up your environment and you don't want to lose the progress you've made, then you will stick to your goal. But also it's nice to be able to see your progress increasing in the context of the game. So that's really cool. And I, I actually use a bit to myself. So I, I do enjoy seeing like points rack up and, you know, leveling up. I really appreciate that. The other point I was going to make was uh, with the putting your money where your mouth is. So, so the financial element is instead of using money, you could do forfeits or like dares or whatever. So this one particular friend I have, she's made me her accountability partner. And instead of putting money up front, she's given me a list of all these things that she's like terrified to do, right? But she wants to do. So they include like singing in a train, for example, or um, um, uh, doing a, a speech in public uh, in the center of London, right? So this whole list of things that she's petrified to do. But if she did it, it will push her out of her comfort zone and she will grow. So it's quite a fun way of balancing something that she wants to get done immediately with something that's a bit more long-term that maybe she does want to do, but she's petrified to do it and she will never do it otherwise. Dude, so she's a, a badass chick, dude. She's badass chick. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's fun. I love it. So that's that's a, that's a great way. So that's something you can do as well. So guys, I mean, you you've heard a, a bunch of ways of how you can make someone accountable and how you can be held accountable. And just to recap, you've got uh, being specific. So if you're holding someone accountable, you can be specific with what the goals are. Write them down so that it's crystallized. 
in your mind and then the person you're holding accountable and then help the person relate that particular goal to their overarching goal, their bigger goal. Another option is to put your money where your mouth is, right? So either say, so you can say you're going to do something and put down a set, of, a set amount of money that you're going to either give to that friend or to an anti-charity or to some political party that you don't like if you don't follow through on your goal. An alternative to that, if you don't want to use money, is to use theirs, right? So write down a list of things that you were scared to do, like really scared to do. And if you don't do your goal, you can do one of those things on your list, but make sure someone is holding you, holding you to account. The other one is to hire Gavin or Mike. If you're in LA or the US, call up Gavin. If you're in the UK or Europe, call Mike or hire a coach, right? Mm -hmm. Another alternative is to use uh, the gamifying options that Gavin mentioned. So one good option is Habitical or uh, lifecoach.co, I think he mentioned. Um, so you've got, you've got a ton of options there. And if you guys have any options that we haven't mentioned that you think are useful to hold someone account, accountable or to hold yourself accountable, then please share them with us in the comment section. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get your thoughts uh, on how other people can be held accountable and how you can be held accountable. So with that, we'll close it up because we have got literally 10 seconds to go. So we are within the 20 minutes time. We're getting efficient at this, guys. And if you dig nine to five, for Gavin and Mike, be sure to like, comments, subscribe, and wherever you are in the world right now, good morning, good evening. <laughs>